Uh, I think we do have uh, our caller on now, uh, C.Y. Young from FSU, I believe is on the line. Good evening. Good evening. How you guys doing? <laughs> We're doing great. We're doing great, CY. Uh, I'm so sorry about the loss yesterday. I, I mean, I really appreciate you. My my mom, after we were watching the game last night, my mom says, I don't know if CY is going to come on your show tomorrow after this game, but I really appreciate you uh, coming back and, and coming on and uh, at least talking about the game. And, and, you know, you had a great season. Florida State, what an amazing run the last two years. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I to tell mom I'm a South Florida guy. I'm tougher than that. Tell <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm a Carroll City guy. I'm tough. I'm never gonna run. But I uh, tell her uh, uh, yesterday was tough to say the least. Uh, but we're proud. We're proud of what we've accomplished. Uh, we've changed the narrative in terms of Florida State basketball. Uh, we're no longer a program. Uh, it's just trying to get in the tournament. You know, there was a time where, you know, our, our, our narrative was, hey, let's just, let's just try to get in every year. And uh, those days are long gone uh, at Florida State. So we were devastated about losing in the Sweet 16. And uh, if we're devastated about losing in the Sweet 16, that tells me, we're in a pretty good place as a basketball program. So uh, we're the new bloods. We're here. We ain't going nowhere. We'll be knocking on the door every year uh, to win a national title. Well, considering that last year you were 26-5, and five, ACC regular season title, number one seed in the ACC tournament, going. some people predicted you to win the NCAA tournament, of course, win the ACC tournament, and COVID shuts the season down and shuts the tournament down, and you come back this year with this team and still have make it to the ACC title game and the Sweet 16 and after losing uh, two NBA basketball players. So just an amazing comeback. It's not, as, I, as you just said, you're not just a one-and-done type team in terms of one year's grade and then have some years of – you actually are going to be consistently every year a top team. Well, what Jalen and Hamilton has accomplished here is, is truly amazing. And um, I don't know that he'll ever get the credit that he deserves. Uh, but if, if people uh, stop being emotional and they sit back and they read the data, uh, it's crazy that he's not respected as one of the, one of the best to ever do it, period. Um, you know, I, I, I got to correct you on something. Last year, uh, we lost four pros. Uh, we lost Devin Bassell, who was the 11th pick in the draft. We lost Patrick Williams, who was the fourth pick in the draft. Uh, we lost Trent Forrest, who signed a free agent deal with the Utah Jazz. He's getting spot minutes here. And then we lost Dominique Olenicic, who's uh, a high-level Europe player right now. Uh so most people who use lose four players of that caliber, of that caliber, uh, are definitely not in the mix. And I, and I don't think um, many people thought we would be in the mix this year. But uh, it's been pretty consistent for I would say the last five years because you could go back to the team we uh, we got upset by Xavier when we had Dwayne Bacon, who was the 40th pick in the draft. We had Jonathan Isaac. We had Michael Ojo, Jacquez Smith, and uh, and uh, one more. I mean, it might have been four on that team. And we were a three seed, and we lost to Xavier in Orlando. And uh, everybody said, hey, you know, 
it was a fluke. Florida State, Florida State is done. Um, well, we went to the Elite Eight and was 45 seconds from the Final Four the next year. You know, then on the Elite Eight team, we lost Brian Angola, and everybody said, oh, Florida State, it was a fluke. You know, we went to the Sweet 16 the next year. Uh, and then on the Sweet 16 team, uh, that was the year you saw me at the draft. Ira, we lost Mofandu Kamangeli, who was the 27th pick in the draft. We lost Terrence Mann, who was the 48th pick in the draft. We lost Phil Kofer, who was in Belgium now and played with the Memphis Hustle of the G League. Uh, and we lost David Nichols, who's a mid-level European player. And everybody said, oh, they, they, they're gone for sure this time. You know, it was those last three or four years was a fluke. And uh, we won the ACC regular season title the next year. So, you know, uh, I don't get emotional. I read the data. You know, what I just gave you, that's not my opinion. You know, that's that's what happened. Uh, and here we are again, uh, uh, coming from the Sweet 16, a disappointing loss. But, you know, I... Uh, you know, you always hear about the fans that complain and upset, and we got a lot of people that's upset um, that we lost in the Sweet 16. But we also have a ton of tremendous fans, and great fans who uh, who support us and love us unconditionally, and and um, you know we appreciate them. And you know, I never thought I'd see the day, Ira, we lost uh, at North Carolina this year, and. I heard them say, big upset in Chapel Hill. North Carolina beats Florida State. I was like, wow, we have arrived. <laughs> that's, that's great. No, that's it. That's when, when, they storm, when, the, when the fans storm the court after they beat you, you know that now you've arrived. When the North Carolina fans storm the court at their own court. So. Well, Syracuse, Syracuse stormed the court for us before COVID. And Jalen and Hamilton looked at me and said, can you believe it? Syracuse is storming the court. <laughs> Like, it's a new day. And, uh, you know, we're for real. And uh, Jalen Hamilton is for real. This staff deserves a lot of credit. Jalen Hamilton, uh, our associate head coach, Stan Jones, who's phenomenal. Uh, Steve Smith, who's a young rising star on our staff. Dennis Gates, who was on our staff, who's now the head coach at Cleveland State, who did amazing things. You know, our strength coach, Mike Bradley, who's uh, phenomenal. He's like a mad scientist that, that really develops bodies here for us. You know, our trainer, Amanda Robinson, our administrative assistant, Renee Andrews. You know, J- Jalen Hamilton has really built a Fortune 500 company. He's one of the best head coaches and CEOs in the country. Uh, I'd be remiss if I don't um, uh, name Chuck Walsh, our sports information director. I mean, we Florida State basketball, when we walk in the gym now, we're respected, and uh, it feels good, and uh, respect is ultimate currency. So, you know, we got a big-time class coming in next year, and uh, we can't wait to get back at it and make another run. But uh, I'm not going to lie to you, Ira, it did hurt, and um, it wasn't how we envisioned. And it really hurts because the year before, we really thought we had a national championship team. Uh, with Trent Forrest and Devin Vassell and Patrick Williams and the guys we have now. We just we were a little bit more of a cohesive unit and a little bit more experienced at the point guard spot. Uh, but this team really did have an unbelievable run, and 
Laquan Gray, who's a South Florida kid who I'm so proud of and so thankful to his mom, Valerie, who sent him to me, and, and Anthony Polite, who's a South Florida kid, and Scotty Barnes, who's a South Florida kid. These guys, uh, they were amazing this year, and they were determined uh, to hold up um, the new blood status. They were determined to, to prove the world wrong, and we did some phenomenal things this season. Uh, you talk about a team, we won five games in the ACC by 19 points or more. Like, that's that's unheard of. We had a performance against Virginia uh, where we just dismantled them on national TV. And same with Louisville. So uh, this team accomplished a bunch, and uh, we, we've been trying to take care of the kids today to make sure they understand that, that they stop and smell the roses. Well, yeah, you beat Virginia by 21 points, but I met you. I mean, you've given everybody credit, but what about yourself as being regarded as one of the top recruiters in the United States, um, recruiting all these uh, players? And, and the one thing where I met you was at the draft when Terrence Mann was selected. And I remember I turned around, and I was sitting in front of you and Terrence, and then Terrence turned to you and, and started hugging you. And he hugged you so hard, I thought he was going to break you in two. And he started just saying he was crying and and tears were out of his eyes. And he's drafted in the second round. And then he is thanking you. And he said thank you about a million times. And to me, that just shows the the love he had for you. And, and I'm thinking when I see that I didn't really know you well at all. I've heard your name, but I didn't know you. And I'm like, well, this is someone who appreciates, well, Terrence's perspective, you know, that he appreciated. But that someone like you who had done so much for him on mornings in the gym, afternoons in the gym, before, after, phone calls, everything. And, and that's what I think Terrence parents appreciative and you know that's great everybody talks about the bad things about college basketball and all the scandals and here's a situation where you know Terrence is definitely appreciative and look what the kind of year he's having at the Clippers uh, for the work you did with him and how appreciative he was well I appreciate you saying that if you remember I had I had a bunch of tears in my eyes too because I offered Terrence as an eighth grader or a ninth grader and uh, you know really uh, made him believe in himself uh, when he didn't really believe in himself. And, uh, you know, we had to do a ton of development. And he came in with a blockbuster class. Like, a, he came in with the class that started a, rev- a basketball revolution here at Florida State. It was Malik Beasley, who was Coach Hamilton's first one and done. And it was Dwayne Bacon, Gene Criscomaggi, and Terrence Mann. That, that class really sent us on an upward trajectory that's been crazy, but – Terrence coming in with Bacon and Beasley, it was a lot on it. You know, Beasley was one and done, and Bacon was two and done, and he's in that class. And, you know, people are not giving him much respect. He's a guy that's ranked like number 113. And uh, I just told him, hey, listen, just stay the course, keep working. We're going to add a little something to your game every year. And uh, when it's all over, you know, you're going to be a pro. And uh, I think he thought I was just saying that when he was younger. And as he continued to work, he started to see the vision. And for him to actually reach it and do what he's doing now, it's uh, it's the best thing about coaching, just the relationships and uh, just pouring into these kids and watching them accomplish more than they ever thought they could accomplish. And uh, so uh, I got the NBA league pass. I, I come home from work every day and I'll, I just turn on the TV and I watch all my babies. Watch <laughs> Devin Vassell and Patrick Williams and and Terrence Mann and Dwayne Bacon and 
you know, Mufandu Kamangeli, and uh, I mean, we got a we got a bunch of them now, and uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And again, uh, Jalen Hamilton is, in terms of development, uh, there's nobody out there better. It may be some people as good, uh, and I'm not trying to disrespect anybody, uh, but nobody out there better. Uh, just to build this program and uh, to do less with more, because you and I both know. Florida State was not known as a basketball school, and most people didn't think Florida State cared much about uh, basketball. You know, when I first got here eight years ago, um, we had Skittle-colored seats in the arena. <laughs> it, was, it was different colored seats, and uh, Jonathan Isaac was the first recruit that we took to see our facilities. Uh, when we signed Dwayne and Terrence and and Malik Beasley and, and Jinkris Kamaji, we put them in the car, and we said, "Hey, we play over there, and we we going to we going to dinner." You know, we just kind of oh, you tried just, to hide you just it. drove by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's you know we we got a tremendous amount of pride in in what we've done here, and uh, you know we just getting started. I mean, we we you know they they act like we just got here. We've been here for a while, uh, for whatever reason, uh, but. Um, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing uh, to see the difference from when Jalen and Hamilton first walked in the door here to now. Uh, just uh, a legitimate top ten program, and it's uh, hard to do. People don't realize how hard it is to win. I mean, we've been to three straight Sweet Sixteens. Uh, if we would have gone last year, we would have a one seed, so we probably would have been four straight years. There's, I've been coaching 26 years. I got friends of mine calling me that's been coaching as long as I have, and they've never been to the tournament. <laughs> you know, they didn't, you know, head coaches who've never been to the tournament. You know, it's 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 a, it's, it's truly amazing. And uh, but we, we we're not satisfied. We want to get over the hump. We definitely want to bring uh, all of our Florida State alums and basketball fans and the Tallahassee community. Uh, we're committed to to winning a national title in basketball, so um, we'll be we'll be right back knocking on the door next year. One thing I like to ask you is, I mean, unlike these other one and duns that come in last year, Patrick Williams, he didn't start a game all year. He was drafted fourth pick in the draft this year. Scotty Barnes uh, came off the bench and, and is probably going to be drafted in the maybe top five or top six. It's uh, the mm-hmm. buy-ins from your um, uh, these one-and-done type players is, is tremendous to go just do what they have to do to, to, to fit in with the team. Well, and, and that's a great point. And, and again, it goes, it goes back to Jalen Hamilton, uh, who has NBA experience, was the head coach of the Wizards. We sell these guys on being more efficient in less minutes. We we sell these guys on on sharing playing time and playing together and accepting a role the same way an NBA team is going to ask you to accept a role. So we get a, guy, a lot of guys that are drafted uh, because NBA people are coming in and they understand that the guys at Florida State, they have a tremendous amount of professionalism. Uh, the guys at Florida State, they defend, number one. Uh, they can guard one through five. They understand rotations. Uh, they play the game the right way. Uh, and they're high-character gym rats. So uh, it's, it's gotten to the point where if there's a Florida State guy on the board, most of these NBA teams, they're taking them. 
because of the success our guys are having and it's the, de- the development and the understanding of the pro game and uh guys understand that they got to learn to affect the game non-ball dominant um and, and they learn that here at Florida State. So uh, guys get better when they come in the door. They improve in every area. Uh, they improve in shooting the ball. They improve in making decisions and reading ball screens. And They learn how to make decisions in .5 seconds or less. All things that trans- translate into the NBA game. Uh, so it, it's good for us and it's good for them. And You know, I don't think anybody else in the history of college basketball has had two guys that never started a game get drafted in the first round. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy when you think about it. But in the history of college basketball, Florida State and Jalen and Hamilton, uh, they have, we have Mofandu Kamigeli who went 27. He was the sixth man of the year in the ACC. And never started a game. And we had uh, Patrick Williams who um, went fourth in the draft and, was a six man a year in the ACC, and Scotty got six man, and he actually started the first half of the season, then had a growing pull and an ankle ankle sprain, and he sat out. And when he came back, he just said, "Hey, coach, I want to ride the bike and get loose and kind of read the game." So that was more Scotty's choice than ours. Um, it just kind of happened organically, but. Um, it's, a, it's amazing when you look at the data and you look at the people that are coming out of the program and where they're drafted and where, what they're doing. And we, we got about two or three more coming out this year, and we'll have two or three more the following year. So um, Florida State basketball is, is definitely on the road. Well, CY, I appreciate your time talking. I love to have you on my show, and uh, we're certainly going to be rooting for Florida State. And uh, just it's, you know how they say it's not; uh, it's just reloading <laughs> for next year, and uh, and you don't uh, and and ready to go. And I think that's what it. I think what you said is you set a standard for the program uh, when you play a Duke. I mean, I can't wait. I mean, I, I went to Duke Law School. You know, I'm a Dukey, but the fact is, I can't wait for Duke to storm the court after you after uh, they beat you <laughs> at, at Cameron. Well, the, the narrative of blue blood has controlled college basketball for 75 years. And uh, people are really uh, enamored by the blue blood programs. And um, for us, we call ourselves a new blood. <laughs> and uh, we're the first and only new blood. And so uh, we're proud to be the new blood. We tell them all the time we're here. We're not going nowhere. I think they they think we're going to go away, but every year there's Florida State again. And uh, we're proud of that. And we're very proud to change that narrative and have some some very talented young men understand that uh, they can come to Florida State. You know, guys in state who are basketball players, they can come to Florida State and make all their hopes and dreams come true in basketball. So, uh, I appreciate you having me on, Ira, and tell mom I was tough enough to come on even though I was licking my wounds and that I'm a Carroll City guy and don't ever doubt me. <laughs> and you led them to the state championship when you were at, at Carroll City as a player. So, uh, no, uh, But, uh, again, uh, CY, thank you so much for coming on Ira Sports. I really appreciate it. Man, I, I appreciate you, Ira, and you guys have a good evening.